Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it right here? Here we go. Oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. We got a lot of things to talk about, but something just irritated me uh, this week. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, uh, he just comes out and says he's against African-American history being taught in the schools in Florida. Can you believe this? He's against it. Now, they teach French, they teach Italian, they teach just our number, just about all ethnic groups. They teach their history in Florida, but when it comes to African-American history, it should not be taught. Well, basically, that's the same. It's the same thing that we're saying with the critical race theory. They want to be taught uh, here in Texas or uh, other states. They don't want it. Which lets me know these people don't want any change. They want to really keep reinforcing white supremacy. They want to keep it. They want to keep it. Oh, yes, they want to keep it. They don't want to get that up. And by not teaching the history of people and teaching the history of those people's work with the nation, they will not ever have a mind change because so much distorted history has been taught here in America, which are basically a bunch of lies, have been taught. And this is why people have the attitudes they have. They're ignorant. They don't know any better. Even African Americans don't know any better, don't know their history. This, this history must be taught. It's got to be. If we're going to ever, ever get along in America, uh, we have to go along with status quo. Will we? We gotta demand this, we gotta keep pushing this, and they will understand the problems they put us through. The things that they've done uh, to us in America. And the great things we've done for America. They don't know. Things that they use every day, things that they have used to save their own lives and everything, was invented by black people. And things that they have distorted and used, uh, everything, these things were invented by black people. We had to be very inventive because we were slaves and we had to make our, our work lighter. So I called for inventions, and we did it. Many of the comforts they have in your home today that you take for granted was invented by some black person. We, America, don't want to give up race. 
is nothing but pure de-race. America don't want to give it up. Don't want to change. Don't want to have our equal our parity in America. America don't want that. And we might as well quit fooling ourselves thinking they're just going to give it to us. No. 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 They use every trick in the book to undermine everything we try to come up with that would bring parity in America. They come up with every trick in the book. We might as well look at it for what it is. And you can reach me this morning. 972-647-1893. Will we ever really be free in America? I'm asking this question. Asking you, the audience. Will we ever be free? No, I know some of I, I got me, I got this. I, no, no, no. But you still, that's still limitation. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care what your accomplishments is. How much education you have. How you look. There are still limitations on black people. And they prove it to you every day. 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have? Pierre? Hi, good morning, uh, Reverend Burnett, and we have uh, Beverly on the line one. Beverly? Yes. All right, bring her on. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning, how are you? Fine, you doing all right? Yes, I am. You know, it is, it's, it's not a coincidence you're talking about this. I woke up this morning with this on my mind. Is that right? <laughs> okay. It was sitting there on my mind. And I, I, I called my cousin. I say, I think we have a solution here. I'm not a violent person. I do not believe in fighting and shooting and taking to the streets. They get you in mobs that way. I think what we need to do since we've come in here and learned this law, and I know that our problem starts with three-fourths of a human being, we need to do an amendment to change that, to make them look up, uh, look, respect us as people. I think that's where it needs to start. Well, and we can allow res- this in court and have IJ in court. We have enough attorneys that know this. I don't know why we don't have any more Martin Luther King stepping up. Well, here's what. All right, let's, let's, let's start with the word, one word you use. Respect. Oh, yes. Respect. Now, that's, that's, a, that's a great word you use. Yes, it is. But now, that's one of the things where we fall down the hardest. It's respect. Uh, we ourselves. Well, let's start, let, let, let's start with the family. Okay. Who should be the most respected person in the family? The mother and the father. But the mother come first. I put her first. Mother and father. Mother, you put the mother over the father? Yes, because the mother is nature. The father is the protector. 
And you put the mother over the father. If it wasn't for mothers, we wouldn't there wouldn't be nobody on earth. I'm talking about. Let, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go to the Bible. Okay. Who does the Bible put as the head of the family? Man, and who wrote that book? Hmm. Man, who wrote that book? Black men. No, they translated the book we're in. No, 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 no. Black men wrote that. Those well, black, Paul, black Paul, black Paul was a black man that wrote that. Now, black yes. they, they wrote that book. We did. We wrote the Bible. Okay. Now, so it was written. It was written in. And it was written in Africa. It was. Well, we're not reading in Africa. We're reading in English. No, you're reading. Yeah, but you see, that's that. That's that's a white man's language. That's what I was just telling you a while ago. Who wrote that book? They did. No, that's a translation. They didn't know how to, they didn't know no translation back then. That's why they... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They knew tra so. translations has been going on for for centuries. Oh, I'm yes, they, they had transfer. They, they, they could translate. They, they showed me, they showed did a lot of wrong with it. Because a lot of that stuff they have in there, it does not come like it does in our black, in our black Bible. And I'm not, and I'm talking about I read the Quran, I read those books. It's, we're not filthy rags. We wasn't born in sin. We wouldn't have wrote anything like that. We don't think like that. We All right. Oh, kind of who, who, how, how did you learn that? I do living, do living, and I've always been and observing. I keep saying I'm that generation from segregation to integration. I saw that stuff they was doing to our people back there. I saw it. I was just uh, excluded because I was segregated. When when Martin Luther King did what he did and opened up the doors, my my mother moved out in in Oak Cliff, and that's how I ended up in Brave uh, Junior C. Frazier, Bow Story, and South Oak Cliff. But I uh, my scores took me to Skyland, but I had a home school to come back to, and it was all awesome. They, I found out then we was not being taught. That's why I say again, we was not being taught the way they teach their children. That's why they don't want your history in school. Well, first of all, do we need to be taught the way they've been taught? No, we don't. That's the problem. We need to be taught our own stuff. And we have uh, a lot to catch up with. All right. Now, let's, let's go back, because you said so much. Uh... Let's look at it like this. When we come into, came into this country, we were brought here, kidnapped and brought here, and made slaves. Not all of us. Not all of yeah. us. Well, it's the, the biggest us. portion of us. Biggest portion. First, the transportation. You're, 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 you're not going to let me talk? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. All right, first of all, the transportation across the Atlantic we basically went into South America first, into Brazil, into countries, to Central America, then to North America. These things were brought to us, and we learned a lot of things. But here's what's happening. The translations that they've given us out of the Bible they did not change the characters. They couldn't change the history. They couldn't change any of that. So, but what they did change was who made you think they did it, made you think they said it, 
made you think they acted that part out, make you think it was written in their homeland. It was not written in Europe. The Bible was written in Africa. These were our black people that wrote this. These were black people that gave you the first interpretation, but it was changed. It made white seem like it was pure, and black was equated with sin. And when black is created with, to be sinful, and everything that's white is created to be heavenly, then this is the mindset that our churches are in today. Even black Thank people. You. Even Thank black. you for breaking that down. I was leaning that, I was saying that, but not in the way you're breaking it down. I love you for that. Keep talking. And... I see how African Americans go go sit up in the white church. My God, they enjoy that. They just love it. And don't realize that pastor is not going to tell them the tr- real truth. He's not going to give them the real truth. Oh, he, he'll sway their minds to go in other directions and saying other things. Oh, boy, that was good. That was great. But that was not for the, written really for them. They will not break it down and let them know who those people were. And they will not let them know where it was done. They did not, will not let them know the reasoning behind this situation. Why was it done this way? Why was it said like that? All the the true things that they would build a self-esteem of African people. African-American people, the true things that would be there for you, you will not get because they do not want you to have this. See, uh, we talk about black history. The, the, the best black history book and the greatest black history book is the Bible. But black people don't know that. They, that has been exchanged for something else to give a distortion to the truth. So we can be held and in, in, in spiritual and physical, you know, incarceration. All right. I should do know that, but again, Pastor, we got to. We, I don't. I don't condone. I do not condone uh, uh, violence, but we do need to do something. And with we, with us having the knowledge that we have today and our turnings and things, we need to be tackling and amending that three-fifths of a human being. This is unreal. This is not getting better. They scared of losing power. That's why they do us the way they do. And we sit here and play the games that they want us to play. We need to take care of business. We need to get in there and amend that three-fifths of a human being and start from there. Martin Luther King didn't march and give his life up in vain for us to be sitting here wilding through this stuff today. Really? Here's what they did. They took what Dr. King was doing. They even changed the name of what he was doing. I know. He was not seeking what we say integration. Exactly. He was seeking desegregation. Two different things. Most people call them the same thing. Desegregate means that we have the right as American citizens to be treated like citizens in this country. As integration means integration means that you 
must put two people together. One circuit, like you do an integrated circuit, they put to get put those wires together, you see two wires. But that was what he was seeking. He was seeking the segregation that we have the right, right to be have the dignity to go into a, a, a hotel, a restaurants and different things and schools and things we were paying taxes for, we could not we could not use. They would turn around and tell you how England did them, taxation without representation. They were doing the same thing in America to us while they were telling us that. Exactly. You see, uh, these things has to be worked out and has to be taught to both black children and white children and many adults. Need and to know. Need to know everybody this. Everybody needs to know the struggles our people have had, and we are still having. And this needs to stop. Yes, Well, if you go see them, they love for us to entertain them. They love for us to, you know, they love to watch us sing and dance, and we can entertain them. They're jealous. They're yeah. jealous. No, they but see, right yeah, they're very jealous. Yeah. I, I remember as a little girl, they told me this story about God and, and Satan up in heaven. And the what I was taught was Satan was jealous of God because God, everybody worshiped him and he wanted people to worship him. So yeah. what I was taught was he got kicked out of heaven and one third of the, the angels was kicked out with him. Mm -hmm. And I always draw this in my mind, but where did he get kicked out to? On earth, because I didn't read about anything but heaven and earth in that book. All right. He's on earth. That's why I said that week. I think it was. Don't yeah. we think we Well, see, we have to understand. We have to understand, white people. They love our rhythm, but hate our blues. And that's just the way it is. And that's a good one. I've never heard that one before, but I yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, I got to run. Yeah. I'm okay. up against a short break, and y'all can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the money, y'all know. All right, we're back. We're back, and we're calling. Then you know, 972-647-1893. This is the number to reach us, 972-647-1893. We're talking about Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. He is upset because they came out with these books that teach African-American history. And they're teaching, uh, giving the real truth, just a truthful book. And he definitely doesn't want it. And we got people all over the United States do not want African-American history taught. What about that? What do you think? What do you think is the key to freedom? First of all, is knowledge. Intelligence is the key. But they don't want that in America. Why? 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 Why so much? 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, Harry on uh, line one. Harry? Yes. All righty, bring him on. Good morning, Harry. Good morning, Dr. Bonnet. How are you, sir? Just blessed, baby. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. I'm blessed. 
Mm-hmm. He a black man. And standing on the grounds I walk on. Mm-hmm. God in heaven is the one I serve. I don't serve no white God. All this other stuff got to go. But we got to stand together to be one nation. Mm-hmm. The other folks want to divide us. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Let us do it. It's gonna, it ain't going to be no good. All right. And, and to me, I feel like we stand together. We make a stronghold. True. Dr. Martin King. That's true. He had a strong, he had, he had a strong, strong with the good man above. And we, that's all we got to do is hold on to that and keep on believing and trusting one another. Well, are there any actions that we should take? Uh, yes, sir. What would be some of them? Hand in hand. Heart to heart. Don't let nobody come in there and feel she say, well, no, I think we need to do that. No. We're going to make one agreement and stay with it. Mm-hmm. One agreement and stay with it. That's right. And Dr. Martin Luther King, I, I studied him and watched him. I'm like, oh, man, that dude, I, hey, that's my brother right there. I'll fight for him. I'll die for him. And I'll die for Jesus Christ, number one. But these folks out here want to take you to all balls. It's so-and-so, so-and-so. No, it's not. Who brought this stuff to, in this land? Mm-hmm. We did. Do you just see the importance of teaching history? That's right. Teaching one's history. Mm-hmm. You see the importance of African African American uh, history being taught to all of our children. I see it, but they don't do it. But do you do you believe that there should be a push by African Americans in demand? And uh, we pay for these schools. That's why they wanted. Uh, well, that was one of the, that's one of the tricks of these charter schools. They can uh-huh. teach what they want, but these right. public schools, those who pay into public schools, you have a board, you have all of these things that we could we should make a push. See, we uh-huh. you can make your bu- a push in a public school. But mm-hmm. this is why public schools need to be. And but what we do have to do is really demand the things that should be taught in our public schools. Right. But we're not doing it. But we need to get on the ball and teach right. and have them to teach the things that's needed in our public schools. That's true. Mm-hmm. So why they wanna downgrade us? He said, no, y'all can't teach this in. You can't do this in. You can't do that there. So they know why that they, they don't want this in there because it's going to kill the truth. Do you think DeSantis, the uh, governor of uh, Florida, do you think he uh, he's just trying to play to that uh, that base like uh, Trump's people like that and uh, he wants to be president? Wow. What if we had a president like this, but uh-huh. he's trying to play, play to that base, and yeah. go in as a right wing conservative, go into the White House as a right wing bigoted racist. Uh, that's it. Gentlemen, good morning. 
Okay. You think that you you think that's what he's doing? Good. What about you? Yeah. Okay. Well. That's what he's doing. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And that's the way to be. Yeah. Well, you're on the right foot, and we can travel. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Uh huh. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do you have, Pierre? Uh, we have Imani on line one. Imani? Thank you. Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Captain Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Well, I'm looking at my library. You know, it was years ago, back in the 80s, when I was out there, I had changed, you know, one that lost it in Lancaster to change the districts. Mm-hmm. I was doing an interview on TV, and, uh, and, and Victor Buchanan at that time, and Carol Moore, we was debating. And a guy called me, I was back in the 80s, 30 years ago. He said, you are not articulate. He said, Mr. Fowler's a good guy, but he's not articulate. And it was one that was back, like I say, 30, 40. I they said you were not articulate. Yes, yeah, that's what he told me on the, on the, on the, on the radio. We did an interview. I ran to mayor, I think. I might be city council. But, you know, I, I, I was so embarrassed that I didn't know what he called me until, yeah, but I picked up a book one day, and I looked at articulate me, so I, I mm-hmm. couldn't express myself very well. Ever since then, I got a library of nothing but books. About mm-hmm. me, I have read uh, hundreds of. I don't know how many books now, but mm-hmm. I found out that some sometimes you know, if, 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 if I laugh, I tell my mother and my sister, call me ignorant, and then they say ignorant, and then I, I go, you know, I found out something. If it's something I hadn't did before, I had studied. I don't care if I've been around the world. You can be ignorant about something, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm running to a lot of people. Our people are not. They, they, they're not uh, they're not studying hard enough. They, you know, my people perish from the lack of knowledge, like your Sunday morning service. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, here's the, the here's the thing about it. The masses are never going to study. But if those who have studied can stand out and be heard, you alone can attract thousands, maybe millions. Uh, yeah. And, and see, for someone to call you say that you're not articulate, I don't know. I've, I've never had any problem understanding you to articulate. Well, that, was years ago. That, was, that was years ago. But, but I saw Victor B. Kennedy out there. And he, he had to do it. I, was thought, I thought I was smart. And, but that's been 30, 40 years ago. Since then, I've read books and I know what articulation is. But that's what Taiwanomics, we're trying to educate our people. Mm-hmm. And that's what Dr. Claude Anderson and Dr. Ben Sertima, not Dr. Sertima, Dr. Uh, uh, Boss Watkins, a lot of us, actually, we're trying to educate our people mm-hmm. about things like the reparation. We need to be talking about money right now. We have a bill that Sheila Jackson Lee introduced in Congress, George Floyd Bill and Reparations. Fox News is talking about it. We talk about we need to talk about that and use uh what is that's my favorite scripture that's, yes. You're so right. That's one of the subjects we need to be talking about. We can't limit ourselves. But here's, here's what. Here's what. Your money is very, very important. But here's what. Right now, if the vote for reparations was to happen 
in the Congress of the United States of America, do you think for one second it would pass? Well, they got a reparation bill in uh, California. They got one in, I think, in Boston, uh, in Massachusetts. But, you know, they try to give Caucasians reparations in Boston. Google it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Anderson was talking about that other day. That the reparation thing is in the, it's in the, waiting on the committee. We're waiting on Mr. Biden. But do you uh, think it would pass in the United States? Well, the entire United States. See the people. See the truth is what we need: critical race truth. Because we are the problem in the United States. This is the sin that nobody. You teach it a little bit. The sin that will happen to us is nobody in the world, and since creation, have been enslaved that many years, and that that, that cruel enslavement of beating, hanging, and lynching, and all the dragging and cutting, just without a white woman. You know, the key is we. They're they going to have to. If the Americans don't heal, if we ever going to heal, sometimes you ever had a sword that just wouldn't heal? No, I've never had one like that. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. But here's what. Here's what. See, the thing about it, they have us tied politically, and they have us tied in a way that we know in order for that amount of money, what, is it, what are they saying, 16 trillion? For reparations to the black man, although they've given reparations to every other group that they destroyed the lives of those people, uh, they don't want to do that. And the Congress now that we have wouldn't 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 dare do it. Even the Democratic Congress, when it was Democratic, they wouldn't have done it. Republicans surely not do it. They, in fact, they want to cut our Social Security and make it. Sure. And then make it, you have to be 70 years old in order to draw Social Security. See, uh, we, we fail at the wrong time. We go about things that are the wrong way. Things that we know not going to happen until we get ourselves together and get our people to go to the polls. We, we, we don't, we, we try to down uh, politics. Now we can't, uh, everything in this country is political. Everything. Yeah. And I was, you, you were at that conference with Dr. Umar Johnson, me and you. And I was several times. I, I probably hear lots. And I'm going to tell you what. Uh, what we trying to say, America, because America has some big enemies. They got North Korea, uh, Iran, they got Russia. They got a lot of people who want to destroy this government. Until they do what's right between the, the people that they, they, they hurt the most, America, uh, minister said they're going to hell on a rocket show. Well, isn't it strange those countries you name? In America, you can learn those countries' history in the schools in America. But here's a a people that has been very loyal to America and really built America. They don't want their history told. Isn't that strange? Yes, sir. That's, that's because if they they hate to say I'm sorry and they hate to give us something, but we got to be repaired. You can't keep bringing other people over us until you fix the ones that help you build the country. That's what Dr. Anderson and Powernomics and and Dr. Uh, Frazier and Dr. Boss Watkins, a whole bunch of us. I just call these guys, but it's about five. Are they happy with Biden? Well, we're we trying to get in the White House now, but um, he's so busy trying to go to church and then pull, and pull us the vote for him again 
uh, you know, he just not letting us in, and he got the vice president won't talk to us, and we gonna get there. Or something gonna happen if they don't if they don't sit down and, and, and try to fix our our cancer. And the problem of America is the black people in America that built the country. Well, here's what he's got a bill uh, right now, an immigration bill that he got passed this week that he's bringing other people in uh, into the country but there's one group of people he doesn't they do not want in this country that's the Haitians the they don't want they're them running with they, uh, they know the, the Haitians are very intelligent very powerful the first revolution, and the first revolution huh, in this hemisphere was the Haitians they defeated France for America yes. they did this they, uh, and but they do not want them in this country because they form their communities and build good, strong communities and don't want people that's not going to uh, work with them. They don't want them in their community. So, that's right. And that'd be a lot of African Americans they wouldn't want there. But, but still, they would be an example to our people on how to build a great nation. But I thank you. I thank you for your call. All right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Right, remember? Yes. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Tony is on line one. Tony? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, man. How are you doing? Fine. How are you doing? All right. Let's put this in context. This is one of the reasons why DeSantis, who is a um, highly educated man, knows. We are the chief cornerstone. They know our history. They know we have ruled the world twice. Why would you give somebody like us, who has done something that very few people have done, within 400 years, come slave to president? Because what we do is we add sugar and spice to a very vanilla world. And so they know this. And so they understand this. They understand that if you feed a people a doctrine such as the Romans, I'm going to feed you and I'm going to give you game. I'm going to give you sports and entertainment. They say, hey, that's all you are. But, but I can show you what you were. We was a more. I can't show you where would this come from, Africa. If I did that, where would I be? They use mediums like radio, television, and um, radio and television to show you that only 10% of the world is white. 90 is of color. And so they have used that medium to say, hey, you are a minority. And and then you have other issues as a white liberal. White liberal says this, okay, I support you so much, but I can't have you replace me, replace me where my family is not put in position of power. And so what is happening is, you know, like the gentleman said before, what we felt about what Mother King was getting at is, is economics. Yeah, I can go to your stores, but I can't own it. I can, put, I can spend money there, but I'm not at the table making decisions. And what and, and what thing the internet has done is opened up 
has opened up um, uh, avenues where we can see Africa. Like you said, the, the Haitians. We know why they treat Haitians the way it is. Haiti, Haiti was uh, was first democratic uh, in the hemisphere. But they don't want to hear that because guess what? Just like back then, I can't have that mindset come to America because people are over here. Even though we we have rebellions here, that is true and a fact. That is one of the reasons why the Santos and 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 when he ran in 2024, he's going to run on the populace of what Donald Trump did. He's just more smarter and he's more, he's more smart. He is Nero, where uh, uh, where Trump is uh, Caligula. Well, yes, well, Caligula was a very young man, such as DeSantos is with Trump. See, Caligula, he died uh, in his early, late 20s, ruler of Rome. But, 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 but he was sexually uh, all over, and that's, that's my only metaphor with Trump and him was that he, he, he had no moral compass. Oh, no. Oh, no. He had no moral compass. He's probably the deadliest of all the Roman emperors there was. Caligula, Claudius, uh, these, these were very deadly people. They were, they, 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 they were terrible. But here's what we got happening here in America. We got a situation, we're in a situation, oh my God, I can't. it's 740, I got to take a break. I tell you what, I'll uh, put him on hold and we'll come back and get him. And the rest of you can reach me, 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we are back. We're back. We got a call, a call on the line. Let's bring him up now. And uh, all right, caller, you there? Yes, yes. All right, yes. We we're talking about Roman emperors and their parts in all of this. Caligula, Claudius, just several of them. Nero, you know, Galba, all of, all of Augustus, mm-hmm. just so many of them that were there that did some things. Some people were deadly, some people weren't. See, when you're dealing with human nature, human nature overrules even parties because you yeah. never know what's in a man that would eventually come out. We just never know. But we see the signals, someone like uh, DeSantis uh, uh, have, that this is something that would be maybe very detrimental to us. You know, maybe to it, he would be detrimental. And to have an idea, and this man was born in the late 70s. He's not an old man, but still have a mentality like this. Well, well, well Reverend, put it in his context. Yes. One is, his parents, I think, are immigrants. Yeah. I, think, I, believe, I believe they're from Italy. Yeah, they are. They're immigrants. Yeah. And and he, and he don't even know that he's black. I bet you I bet you do a DNA test on him. Mm-hmm. He has black in him. But you yeah. know what? 
he, at that point, he's going to deny. And the fact is this, he know how uh, it, the Italians were treated by this country because they treated them, and Northern Europe treated them like us. But guess what? Because he looked white and he sound white. And the fact of it is this, is this. He knows the dog whistle. He knows all that. He learned those, mm-hmm. those, those things in school. So he understands this. He understands white fear. White fear is this. Mm-hmm. Anytime you make people scared they're going to their job and, and, and their country, they going to vote counter that. Well, so, you know, he reminds me of Fidel Castro. He was not Cuban. He was not Spanish. See, a lot of people don't know if Fidel Castro was, you know, Italian. He was an Italian. And he had uh, certain things about him that he really tricked our American president, Truman, and got to cause a lot of things to go haywire there and cause a lot of black people at that time to lose a lot of their property. They owned a lot of tobacco mm-hmm. farms and different things like that. They go into these countries and they quietly align themselves with racist white America. And then this is how they take over not only the country in, but even get a toehold in America. Now, Castro didn't get a chance to do it, but he was on his way. Yes. Make two more points, and I'm I'm let the listener get to uh, call you. Because you just treated my memory. Is this people always fail to realize this? They always get to America. Why are these people from America coming to America? The fact of it is this: we're not telling that the kids in school mm-hmm. what America did to Nicaragua and and uh uh all the Central American countries. Mm-hmm. Have a puppet country, a puppet uh puppet uh, government. Because of the, 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 the owners, the peers owners of Takeda uh, uh, Bananas, which is a fruit company, we we, we destroyed those nations for co- corporation in America, and now those people say, you know what? We go to the place that destroyed us. Mm-hmm. So we're going back to the place to, that, that, that America, if they would let us alone, we could have ran our own self and been entitled. And my last point, and, and I hope you get a chance to do this, could you get Jasmine? Um, Profit on your on your radio. Oh yes, I can get on. Yeah, I can get on anytime I want. You know, mm-hmm. since, since, since she has won, she needs to be vetted and ask questions from the community because now she has no competition. She has no no one. To, and I hear a lot of things she's saying. Mm-hmm. But I'm noticing those things that you know what you know. I'm gonna give a benefit of doubt in two years, but. I'm thinking that you might got a show to them. That's my personal opinion from what I've seen. People can talk a good game. But when white people run you as a puppet, it's going to be obvious to see. So I'm leave you with that, that conversation and, and I'll uh, listen next week. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. But we look at this whole situation. This is the way America and this world is run. All righty, who do we have here? Uh, we have... Uh Tim on uh, no, line two. Tim? Tim, yeah. All right. Good morning, Tim. Uh, how you doing, Brother Barnett? How are you doing? Fine. Uh, I'm doing good. I just want to go back to uh, what Beverly was saying about the fallen angels uh, coming to earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to, uh, and, and uh, uh, Daniel, when he was interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dream, right? 
Mm-hmm. When you got down, it was to the feet with uh, Myron Clay separating. It, it says that they shall mingle their seed among men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I always thought about that. And these, these a lot of people, what she said, she's making a good statement because these people came here. Those those demonic, those evil angels came down here when they were kicked out of heaven. So mm-hmm. this statement is saying they shall mingle their seed among men. So, hey, we got to, you know, white preachers aren't going to talk about things like this. They're not going to say, hey, these these, these uh, fallen angels came here and they still are here. So, what's so you don't think they are I guess I out of God's creation with Adam, through Adam and Eve? I can't, I can't retell that. The, the, uh, the fallen angels? Yeah. They were separate. They were separate from 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 humanity. You think these people are fallen angels? I believe, yeah. A lot of them are mingled in with these white people. Yeah, I hmm. definitely believe that. <laughs> because of this, because of this description in the Bible that says they shall mingle their seed. I know. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You know, that's that's pretty much. You know, I just want to let her know that she's on the right track. Because a lot of black people don't think about these things. They, they just read the Bible, but they don't try to make comprehend what these things are saying. Oh, and white okay. people are not going to tell you these things. They're not going to tell you that in the beginning and before the flood. There's are these people superior to those born of Adam and Eve? Are they superior? Mm-hmm. They, 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 yeah, they're on a higher level. They're on a high. So you think high, white supposed, people are on a higher supposed, level than black be, people? They were, supposed, they were supposed to be here to help. But they got into marrying women, and they 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 lost their, their place in heaven because they started marrying women. Well, do you think white people superior, are superior to blacks? I don't think white people are necessarily superior, but I think that Satan is helping them out. And God said, "Hey, you know, He wanted us to live a certain way so that a satanic society wouldn't take us home." Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to do that, and we still don't want to do that. Well, I love to get you in a Bible class. I love to, because there are some things in there that the Bible do say, but the way it's being interpreted by you, uh, I'll be honest with you. I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Okay, you can. That's a great thing. Mm -hmm. I I, I like for people to disagree with me because that will let me want me to. I would want to read. No, but you never had me to to disagree with you. Okay, okay. Dr. Barnett, explain to me when these people came here, right? The Bible says that they fell here. So what what happened to them? Where are they? They, they fell. Where, where did they fall from? They fall from the heavenly place. That's from the they fell place. from heaven earth and survived. They can't, you know, because they can travel. You know, you got to understand that this, these, they're not like us. They can travel at certain speed, at the speed of light. Do you think these you people know, these can travel at the speed of light right now? Yes, I believe that they can. So you don't believe these are human beings? You have entities that can be inside of you. The Bible says demonic spirits can be inside of you. So these things can move faster than we can. I mean, then, 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 like I said, the speed of light. It's uh, inside of you. And the only way something can get inside of you, it has to travel at a, 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 a normal speed to go inside of you. Oh, that All right, okay, I got you. I got you. But Beverly, you're uh, on the Thank right you. Track. Yeah, all right. All right. Thank you. All right. Eclipse the line 972 647 1893. I don't want to change the subject. 
to go on something else. Who do you have, Pierre? Randy is on line one. Randy? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Brother Barnett. Good morning. You know, uh, I've learned there's three kinds of people in the world. Leaders, followers, and and uh, critics. And a mm-hmm. lot of times, it's easier to be the critic than the follower, or especially the leader. Because mm-hmm. I hear a lot about how schools ain't teaching this, and schools ain't teaching that. But we live in a major metropolitan area that has Wi-Fi. We have access to the internet. We have libraries pretty much everywhere that we can go in that has the knowledge that's not being taught in our public schools. Now, would it be who, but say for example, they don't teach, Say, for example, they didn't teach gardening or auto mechanics in public schools, but I thought they should, and I, I really wanted them to, but they never would. I, it wouldn't be... Which school are you talking about? ...as a parent to teach my child... Wait a minute. Uh, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, Randy, because you just shot something out there that's not true. They did teach auto mechanics. They did teach uh, gardening. All these used to be subjects... That uh, you workshop and different things, all these sub- subjects we used to take. They cut them out here in the later years, but these things were taught. But when we're talking about going into certain things and, and having all these things presented to us that we could teach our own children, well, are they going to drop the taxes that these same parents pay the school district that? That they have to write that check to for the taxes for school taxes. Uh, will that be cut out? Brother Barnett, I'm trying to uh, address the first issue, and that's our children learning things from us as parents that are not being taught in school. If we want our, if, if we want I understand our kids, that, and I address that, Randy. But at the same time, we can't allow the school system to slide by on certain things. And when we are paying them to teach this, they are being paid. This is not a voluntary thing that they're doing. They are being paid to teach the uh, the children. They're being paid to teach what's on the curriculum. I got a lot of ideas. Well, they said the curriculum. I got a lot of ideas that I think public schools should do, but they're not going to, and I still have to pay my taxes or lose my house. Have you run for the school board? Excuse me? Have you run for the school board? No, sir. Brother Barnett, if they, I could never get on the school board because people are so hypocritical because I've smoked pot most of my life and I have a different outlook. I'm not going to get on those school boards. <laughs> I'm not going to get on those city council. But my point yeah, is I want to please you. encourage people to start, an, just like there's a couple of schools, I forget what state it was, I heard it on NPR, where the kids stood up and did what I think the parents should do. Mm. They started their own band book reading club right. in the school. All right. So how come us as parents can't take on this issue of the true history of America and the true history of the world? How come we as parents, when we have the knowledge to put the book and information before our kids, won't do that, but we want to complain about the school? Well, it's it's the parents that's really raising sin that don't want the true history of America to be taught. 
You love to turn it I over to them, that, Brother Barnett. The people hmm? in power do not want the true history to be taught. We and the parents, the they got the parents with them. Oh yes, both well, that, both leaders is- and and parents don't want the true history of America of America to be taught. Okay, all I'm asking is those who want the true history of America to join together, start book clubs, get your kids to learn something you want them to learn. That's all I'm asking. Well, do you think white parents are going to do that? I'm not talking about white It's not the white parents' responsibility, Brother Barnett, to teach something that they it's don't... It's all Americans' uh, resp- uh, uh, responsibility to know the history of America. It's everybody's. And the best way to do it is through the school system, which they're going to go, and it's required to go to school. So you got them right there. All you have to do is bring the books out and start it and start teaching. But what's the reality? Is that reality? Is what reality? That that we're going to get sixteen ninety nine or sixteen nineteen, or or we're going to get the uh, things that the the people in power is the reality we're going to get that into public schools or is the reality that we see before our eyes that public schools are going to be destroyed public schools are going to be destroyed be destroyed why because african american history being taught no sir it's because the powers that be don't want public school period well that's what we're talking about this morning the powers that be and many 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 parents don't want it taught. And it's, it should be a compulsory for a person to have to take true American history, which would include African-American history. Okay, so, so do we, so back to originally what I was saying, do we as a group that want something to be learned in our public schools do we keep complaining about it, or do we become leaders and establish a place where it can be taught outside the public school? Well, you got to call people out. You have to educate people. Let them know what's happening. Let them know what's going on. Then you begin to bring people out. People are just not going to appear out there without the knowledge of even what's going on. You have to let people know what's going on. Let's, let's just use common sense on this. I understand that, but it's it's hard for me to believe that kids today, which in reality, they are smarter and more in the movement of trying to get the truth out there than the parents. The parents want to complain about how it is. The kids are at least doing something, starting a book club. I don't see uh, it. I don't see it in a lot of kids because they're not being taught anything. They're not being taught the true history of America. They're just like yeah, generations that's come before, and that's the way a lot of people want it. Don't change anything. We enjoying what we are experiencing right now without, without the uh, educating these people. Keep them ignorant just the way they are now, and that's the way we can stay in power. That's what white power demands. Well, that's what they did in Rome at the Colosseum. They entertained right. the people with violence, and they were able to keep them under control for almost a true. thousand years. That, that, that's true. They kept them, you know. But the gladiators were usually men that had bronze but no brains. And that's how they had their fun, yes, in the Roman Empire. 
Well, so my suggestion is, people, let's get some book clubs going together from banned books and let's start teaching the kids the real truth. All right. You have to have somebody who know, who have been taught, who know true African, African-American history. Very, very much, very much so, and know exactly what they're doing. Then you got a good argument once we get to that point. You have a great argument. I'm not talking just about African-American history. I'm talking about Native Well, I'm talking about, Afri- I'm talking about African-American history. Okay. Well, Brother Barnett, when we only focus on one part of this aspect, that's what's got us where we are. Now, that's, this is the one point that's causing my people to catch hell in this country. No, and I'm talking about that. I don't want to change the subject. All well, right, I'm thank just saying you. This, until we all join together as a humanity, oh, no, the race is going to be looking down on the other one. Okay, thank you. I'm completely out of time. And uh, 972-647-1893 is the way to get me. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host, inviting you to Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning, 9.30 on Facebook. Come by Marion Barnett Sr. and join in with us and worship and praise the Lord together with us. All righty, we're going back to our phone lines and who do we have, Pierre? Malcolm Robinson is on uh, line uh, four. Malcolm Robinson yeah. is on line four. Good morning, Barrister. How are you doing? Well, good morning, Reverend Barnett. Yes. You uh, have a very interesting interaction with your uh, with your audience. Yes. Morning. Yes. <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> yes. I was calling... Uh, uh, really address the issue of the uh, African American history mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> the greatest fear <clears throat> excuse me that the white population has especially those who uh, support the races mm-hmm. is reparation right now as an attorney you know we learn how to make arguments uh, to support and advocate for various things. The argument for reparations is in history. The mm-hmm. argument for reparations is African American history. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the critical race theory is an argu- argument for reparations. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest fear. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in a white person's position who has acquired a certain amount of wealth in this country. Mm-hmm. They believe they are beneficiaries of this treatment of persons such as African Americans and Native Americans. Right. If 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 in fact. African-American history and the history of the development of this country is communicated to young people. Mm -hmm. The the basis and the argument for reparations is in that history. Mm -hmm. DeSantis, he's a 
Oh, he's about 40-something years old or something like that. He's a, yeah, he's a young man. Yeah. Young man. Mm-hmm. And the greatest fear that he has, and people in his generations there, is the reparations. Because they look at the situation where reparations were paid to the Japanese mm-hmm. for them being placed in basically concentration camp. They took those people out their home mm-hmm. and they were Japanese Americans. Locked them up. Yeah. Locked them up. Took, mm-hmm. took, their, took their assets. Yeah. Well, when that history was communicated to the American public as years went by, the basis for reparations was there. Mm-hmm. They paid them reparations. That's right. Okay. So if you are a white American, especially a younger white American, and you know in fact that you are beneficiaries of your ancestors mm-hmm. taking, at, uh, taking uh, uh, labor and uh, any innovations and whatever African Americans had, they took. Mm-hmm. No compensation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. If that is taught to people, especially the younger generation that's coming up, mm-hmm. it's easier for the population to accept the concept of reparation. Mm-hmm. So the best way to try to avoid that is to keep the history from being taught to the American people. That's why fighting against it, he, and, and critical race theory is the same way. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. there, is, there is no argument against reparation. Mm. No, and, and have you noticed? Uh, they will say they uh, are, are not for reparation, but they never give you any reasons why. And I've, I've always listened. Okay, tell me why you're against it. You paid other countries. In fact, you blew it up Europe during World War II, went back and repaired it, and it's just they've done things everywhere, but they've always gone back and cleaned up their mess. But they, it's just something about black America they do not want to pack fair with. Just something hey, hey. And in recent mm-hmm. recent developments, you know, there was that case out in California. Yeah. Of that family where they where they had taken their mm-hmm. their property. Yeah. And yeah, they, they had to pay for that. Exactly. So that's a fear. Yeah. And so how are they going to combat the fear? And well. and the way to combat the fear is stop the history and the facts from being presented to the American people, especially the younger American people. Yeah. Well, but still, it's for reparations. But the bottom line to all of this is still racism. Just hardcore racism. I know, see, people want to say it's just monetarily they don't want to do, but there are just some deep-seated, deep-rooted thoughts in the minds of a lot of white Americans that they never want to be want us to be equal with them 
They don't want parity. They no. don't want parity with that. Don't want it. Don't and, want it. Yeah. And that's the and that's the goal that we have to achieve that we are working towards is parity. Mm-hmm. All respect. Got to, got to, got to. And and, and there's a crisis uh, on the the Supreme Court is self destructing. Mm-hmm. Can I have your name, please? The Court is self-destructing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are in bitter, I, I, like I told you, they are in bitter fights over there between those who believe in one theory of the law and those who believe in the other. Yes. Well, the Supreme Court is uh, nothing, nothing but another politi- uh, political wing of American government now. It's, you know, it's really not objective on just going by what the Constitution says. It's not that anymore. It's not they allowed the Supreme Court to be destroyed, mm-hmm. especially when they allow that crook, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, yeah. to become president. Yeah. When Trump became, so much have changed. The whole directions of America, really, to be honest. Trump was crook? Yep. From inception. Well, you say was. I say say still is. (laughs) Still a crook. Yeah. Mm, Always will be. Always will be. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to uh, try to uh, uh, take time on the show. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. They close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, Dave is on uh, line three. Dave? Yes. All right. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, Brother Barnett? Fine. How you doing? I wanted to hear from you something that I've been seeing. The military is asking for senior citizens to rejoin the military. And the, the question is, why do they want us back in the military? What what age do they want back in the military? God, that's 50 years old. 50? They don't pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, that leaf, it's all over Facebook. They are asking for 50-year-old seniors. Is that women as well as men? I know exactly what it means because... Ain't nobody in the National Guard and the Reserves is the one that's fighting the walls. We don't have no National Guards or Reserves here at home if a wall break out here. They fight is, is this women, women and men, right? Anybody that's 50 years over. And got a trick and have a trigger finger. <laughs> they want you in the military. That's stuff that's, that's, that's that's very amazing to me. All this week we've been talking about it. Another thing, Brother Barnett, uh-huh. in the 13th and 14th Amendment, in Section B, uh-huh. it says that they will not pay the emancipated slaves, that's what they call us, reparations. Right. The only way you're going to get reparation is that the Constitution got to change. Well, and, see, and, all of this is is coming forth dealing with Social Security. They really right. want to cut Social Security out. The Republicans want it gone. They, they want it out. They want, 
they want everything to go because if you would, I listened real close to when Trump was speaking. He said that he wasn't a Republican. He said he wasn't a Democrat, but he was a federal. The yeah. federal government is going to take over everything, mm-hmm. running it. They're going to do away with state constitution and run up on the one constitution. And that's 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 coming down the pipe very soon. Well, we wouldn't be much much worse off, any worse off in Texas, because what we have running Texas now is a disgrace before God. Oh, well, the, Texas can see from the every January mm-hmm. they have to vote to see if Texas going to stay in the union. Texas <laughs> is all the unions, not in the unions. Texas. Yeah. Become a, a a country by itself to be the tenth wealthiest country, and that's where Texas is headed. Well, all the state, all the states gonna be country. They are gonna take statehood away. Federal government's gonna do that. It's just <laughs> the stuff gonna come down the line that's gonna shock you, and you can't do nothing about it well. because they got the military. That's and see, that's another thing. How many of them fifty year old people will? Join the military that's Trumpers. And they'll form a coup. It's a whole lot of stuff to this, brother Barnett. Yeah, I can't wait to get off there. I'm going to look this up. I got to see. They want they want old men and old women out there in the military? They want them, they want them militants in the military. <laughs> that's 50 years and over. I'll send you, if, if I had your face, I'll send you the link. It's on, the, on Facebook about three or four times. Send, send it to me here at the station. They'll put it, they'll put it in my box. All right? Yes, I want to yes, see sir. this. All right. Yes, thank, yes. thank you for your call. That clears the 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have a mystery on a line one. Mystery. Mystery? Yes. All righty. Good morning. Bringing them up. Stop lying to people saying that the Bible is a history book. It is a mystery book. It is full of lies and unforeseen stuff that people said and that was written by white people. Wait a minute, minute. How old are you? Hello? You ain't go? Yes. Well, I missed most of him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I really would have loved to. All right, uh, give me another one. Yeah, uh, Leon is online too. Leon, all right. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm doing great because I get a chance to, to listen to you and to talk to you. And, yeah. uh, you know, You still on. call yourself Leon, huh? I like oh, that commercial funny. where that brother says, it's Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the grandfather and the grandson and his son, all these. And uh, oh, oh, cool, oh, Papa dressed up cool there too. <laughs> he says Leon. Well, I think that's the way. It's a French word, so I would assume that uh, you know Pierre would know their pronunciation. But <laughs> is that right? I got a Frenchman. Is that the way it's really pronounced, Pierre? So in French, uh, you would say uh, Leon. Yeah, that's what he says. Leon. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. he said in a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a little French in high school way back yonder when uh, <laughs> we had opportunities to take multiple languages. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, so I know a little bit about that. Right. But, uh, but uh, you know, as I was saying, uh, you know, I hope you're doing uh, back to 100%. You sound like you're back to 100%. No, I'm far from it. No, I, I, I got I to work my way back because medicine really, it really don't, it, it doesn't help me. The thing that helped me the most is when I really get vigilant and truly exercise. Okay. Truly. Run, lift weights. I've been doing all strenuous exercise all my life. And it seems like that's the only thing that makes me feel better. It's to do strenuous well, exercise. Well, you know, I ride a bike. Mm-hmm. And I found that that's done a lot for me. Yeah. Because uh, it, it takes the stress off my joints since I had my knee worked uh, on, had the shots in my knee. Mm-hmm. And I ride that bike, and uh, that does a lot for you. And you get, you know, you get a chance to see how things are on the ground floor. <laughs> have they, have they, have they drained your knee? Well, the first two shots are a knee draining and anti-inflammatories, and the next three shots are uh, hyaluronic acid. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's pre- pre- preferable to a a knee uh, uh, knee replacement. Excuse me, I couldn't get the word out. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, so you don't have to worry about the, you know, getting your knee cut out and go through all the recovery, etc. So it's working for me so far. Oh but, well, uh, if it if it works, do it. And I found out, rarely do can medicine do anything. I guess for me, but if I exercise, everything goes, everything falls in line. So if your body has been conditioned to strenuous exercise, that's what you'll have to have to do the rest of your life. Just well, that's a good thing. Strenuous exercise, that's, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I'm up against a break right now. You called already. At, well, no, you didn't. You didn't call, but I got to you at eight twenty. But we are going to be nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do you have online? Uh, Tim is on line one. Tim? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Tim. Hi, Brother Barnett. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question right quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, after uh, the death, burial, and resurrection... Did uh, Christ, did he ascend into heaven? After the death, burial, and resurrection? I'm sorry, I didn't right. Well, the resurrection, yes, uh-huh, after all three. Okay, if he, if he ascended, he had to be going at some rate of speed to, to leave Earth. You see what I'm saying? So what I was saying earlier... How do you know gravity had, had pull on a spirit? Well, that's what I'm saying, that that these, these right. entities that fell to Earth, well, they can here. travel at a certain rate of speed also. That's not, uh, that's, I'm not going to get off into it, but me and you need to sit down and talk one sure. day. Yeah, and you'll yeah, see where I'm coming from with mm-hmm. the Book of Enoch and all these other you know, certain books that they have that black people don't read. 
Yeah, but what what about Why are you going to deal with the geothermal dinuclear force? How are you going to deal with this? I'm not... I don't want to. I don't want to get out way off into the science part of it because I'm not. Well, a, that's what you. That's what you. That's what you're calling in asking. We, well, about we the science part of it. Scientists, then, brother, one We need to find people who are scientists, and that way they can tell. I don't need to find nobody that's a scientist. No, that's what I'm I already know what's going on. Well, you, Jesus ascended, right? That's all I want. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Hey, have a good day. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. It's full moon today. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, James from uh, Fort Worth and Line 4. James? Yes. All righty. Good morning, James. Good morning, brother. And uh, have a new year, too. Thank you. Same to you. Yeah, I've been listening to you all the morning. And this guy called over about tomorrow. Trying to get uh, people... 50 and old back in the military, I got a question about why don't they bring back these young teenagers and do the draft again? Well, what president have enough uh, courage to do a draft because any president that do that is basically going to be voted out. So <laughs> it would have to be get off the bat to bring a draft out. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't yeah, understand that. I really don't. That don't make no sense to me. People well, third time or whatever, they come out. Okay. Bringing them back over shit. That don't make no sense. Well, okay. first of all, that, that, that age that uh, they would draft people into the military uh, over uh, 50 and over now. That ain't, that 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 wouldn't work. That wouldn't work, and it's not. And they I'm know not, they not, know I'm this. Not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about bringing people back in military, fishing over, driving them. I'm talking about get these thugs and stuff all the street, start driving them young jokers. Well, I'm not for drafting anybody, really. I'll be honest. Any because really, that means war, and that means death. In great numbers by people that was discriminated in this country and did not did not get the same advantages as the others who are dying, who really got something good out of this country, something great. So I'm not against I'm against the draft. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see a draft coming. Okay, then. Well, I, that's what I want to talk about. It's about getting people back in there 50 years and older. Oh, you, 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 you 50? I'm 76 years old, but I was in the uh, Vietnam complex. I got that mm-hmm. when I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, you definitely don't want to go back, do you? I, I most definitely don't. That's what I do, but about a year, 11 months, and 14 days of what is so many hours and stuff. Okay. <laughs> good Lord bless me, bring me through that Vietnam complex without a scratch on me. Yeah. I got out of it. I'm through with it, you know. Uh, yeah. And I know you don't want to go back and nope. look at the where you was. Okay? That's right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Happy New Year to you. Same to you. Say Happy New Year to you. All right. 
Thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, James from uh, Palestine on line two. James from Palestine. They changed it from Palestine to Palestine. All right. Good morning, James. Yes, sir. Good morning. Appreciate everything everybody's already said, especially the Baron there about taking us to a legal stage. The Baron? Yes, uh, the sir. Barrister. From Robinson, attorney, Barrister, Attorney Robinson. There's a difference now. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Remember that a, a, a week or so ago, I called in and told you that the house bills that they're trying to pass, one of them is in reference to uh, African-American Studies Advisory Board. That's House Bill 368. House Bill 368. But there's a couple of more bills that we need to look at. One is uh, SB 174. SB 174. And then one other one that we need to look at is House Bill 360. And this one is talks about school district and getting involved. And as you, as we all, what everybody has said this morning and what the, the barrister has said, that critical race theory is trying to destroy the peculiar institution of slavery. And they can't get away from that. Juneteenth reminds them of that. And what the Reverend Dr. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King reminds them of that. And well, we need to really look at those bills. Yes, sir, go right ahead. But uh, here's what it is. It, 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 the main thing, it deals with reparations. Because why it deals with reparations, they look at the things, the laws that the government made that would directly affect African-American people that would cause them not to have a certain status or make a certain amount of money or have a certain amount of land, different things like that. That's what the CRT really did to show us how much we should have and don't have because of racial discrimination and racial law, yes, laws made. Something Reverend Wright said a lot is how they took our families and put our women on welfare and destroyed our families by making the black man absolute. I mean, you're not not needed. And then so they they became our husband, our father, our daddy. We we were making babies with that old hut syndrome back from that slavery when we had to make slave babies for them, and then they used it in a, on a higher level by destroying our families, and now we out here with our British sagging and everything else, we lower than a man, and that's not what God made. Like a lot of them talking this morning about how God and the Bible and all that, like you be saying, well, God made us first, and black history did not begin in slavery. No, black it history did. came back from the Bible in Africa, and we are more than conquerors. We are kings and queens, pick ourselves up and get back together. And as far as the leadership in the church, these pastors and the leaders and shepherds, pastors, we need to rearrange the church responsibilities, the clergy, and also we need to deprogram us as a people because like when you get on the ship, spaceship or get on the submarine, when you come back in, they deprogram you because they try to make us slaves through mental bondage and physical bondage, and neither one of them work. We're still a great people. And we need to just work, like you keep saying, come together some way or another, and we can do that. But look at those bills, whoever heard me and wrote those down, and I'll be doing what I can for my end here in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wynn, I always send his regards to you, too. We appreciate you, and we always stand ready to come to your side and Reverend Wright's side. Thank you so much for all you're doing. All right, all right. Thank you. I thank you. Thank yes, you sir. very much. Hercules, the line 972-647. 
1893. I'm wondering. Now, the Bible says one thing, but the teachings and what you see now that goes, is it going to be regarded in our society? The Bible or teaching of modern day society? Some have told me that white women teach black women really how to teach, how to treat the black man. I'm seeing a lot of things on this now. I hear it on social media. I've been watching, reading articles on that. Do you believe that's what's really happening? That uh, white women really teach black women how to treat their men? Wow. Anybody, anybody, come on. Lines are lighting up, but uh, but uh, I want to see. I want to hear something on that. Is are they following the leads of the white female, black women? All right, who do we have here? Okay, so we have another uh, James. It's it's uh, James from uh, South Dallas. All righty, bring him on. Okay. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, James. Yes. Happy New Year to you. This is James. At Zion's Temple Church of God in Christ, we have free food starting at 9 o'clock. $26, dollars All right, $26, dollars what, What's the name of that church? Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ. Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ. Is it nine, you said 9 30 or 9? 9 a.m. 9 a.m.? They can start coming by and getting food, right? Yes, sir. And uh, what's that address again? 2627 Dollars, right off of Bear. 2627. All right. Dollars, yes. All right. Come by, right off of Bear Street. Yes. Yes, sir. Come back and get some vittles. Oh, boy, I bet you a lot of people be coming at because, uh, <laughs> yeah, food food is extremely high, believe me. It's high. Yeah, all right. I hadn't gone to a store in a long time, and I went in one other day. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I hadn't seen price, never seen prices like that before. <laughs> it's really high. Okay. All righty, I thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Have a good day. 972-647-1893. All right. He's uh, answering the phone. Lines are really light. All everything is jammed up now. Yes. 972. Is that true? Is that true? Uh, it's black women. Treat the man the way the white woman tells him. Huh. Is that what happened in our society? Uh, who do we have here? Uh, Brother Harris is on line two. Brother Harris? Yes. All right. Good morning, Brother Harris. Good morning, uh, Pastor Barnett. I got a question. Earlier, you were talking about the Supreme Court, and one of the members of the Supreme Court is Clarence Thomas. And one guy told me 
his name should be Clarence. He should be his name should be Clarence Uncle Thomas. Can you explain to me why that guy told me that? Well, that's that's a lack of study of history. Uncle Tom, I know where it's coming from, was not what we call an Uncle Tom. He was a very liberated and uh, forward-thinking man. He was not a snitch like uh, it's gotten out. When you're talking about Gumbo and other those that were in that book that Harry Beecher Stowe wrote, they were the, what we call Uncle Tom's. But Uncle Tom was a very forward-thinking man, but I know what they're talking about. You feel like he's backwards uh, thinking and really uh, caters to a uh, white race against the black race. I know that's what most people call an Uncle Tom. But believe me, Uncle Tom was not like that. But I thank you for your call. Eric Clizzle 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Red Ghost is on line four. Red Ghost, all right. Bring him on. Good morning, Red Ghost. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Happy New Year to you. Same to you, same to you. And happy Black History Month is coming up and the player drive is coming up and everything. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. we're going to try to do some little awards, uh, give out these little star trophies, because mm-hmm. this is our 40th year at KNON. And I'm building a float uh, some floats and stuff for some of the Canon listeners and pledges out there that we have been working on for a minute. And i like to uh, give you an award. I'm going to give you an award over the phone, you and, and, uh, and uh, a walk by on one victory voice and Brother Otis Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these three awards with we would like you to do the, uh, you guys to be over the, uh, the, uh, the reunion of the pastors that has passed away that was at Canon. And we give mm-hmm. them a slope for that. The pastors that were at KNON? Yes, sir. We're okay. going to give them their honors and they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We got to get, you know, we got to do it like that. And uh, Sisters Francis and Lady T, uh, along with, you know, some more others, Joyce Colbert, and, and uh, uh, we are just going to talk about it. But we already yeah. joined it from my mom's beauty shop mm-hmm. down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're going to be using a uh, Eloise Lundy Recreation Center, right? And and hoping to do the active seniors. Very good. This program down there, mm-hmm. we have some very nice people, and we're going to put that plan together to invite you to give the honors, you and uh, brother uh, Joseph and uh, Otis, uh, Reverend Otis Johnson, to give this award to the ones that has passed, and we're building a little trophy type uh, wall mural that's going to be uh, pop up with some mm-hmm. food. If we can move it, it's, just, it's not. It's going to be embedded like it's there for permanent, but it's going to be, uh, it can be removed. Uh, so, and that's the why we're getting ready for Black History Month and uh, and we're getting ready for our players drive. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a little bit more information about it, but we will like you say to you're going to give uh, Francis Smith a award too? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, she's, yes, one, sir. she's one of the yes, sir. Every very time, best every DJs time. ever been through right. here. She was, she was very good. Yeah. Reverend Burnett. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to get an award. All right. All right. Thank you. Yes. I'm getting my reward right now. My Starbucks has just arrived. Good morning, buddy. Hello. All right. All righty. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. I'm not getting any. 
I want some calls on this. Does a white woman dictate to the sister how to treat that man? In other words, that's just do the black woman follow society norms on how she treats the black man or black man. I wonder. Everybody's scared to touch that. What are you afraid of? I'm the one go out there on them. You know, I go out there on any subject. And I, and, I, and I was so concerned because I, I saw it once. Then I opened up a magazine and saw it. I opened up a paper and saw that. And wait, what's going on here? I'm wondering. I'm wondering, is this something that's really happening in our society? I wonder about this. Is this really true? Is it really serious? I tell you what, we're going to take a short break. 972-647-1893 is the number to call, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it right here? Here we go. All right, we're back. We're back for our last segment. So much going on. So many things. We got, we got things. Don't want our children taught. Uh, is there a bombardment? We have been bombarded as a people with so many distortions and lies about us. They had, they're teaching Chinese, Japanese, all kinds of subjects in our schools across America. But the one subject that they just don't want taught is African-American history. Shouldn't people be curious about that, those who don't know? You should be curious. Why? Why? What is it about this? What is it about this history? Do our people understand the importance of teaching the truth. The importance, very important, very important about history, very important about the culture and teachings of people. Now, I missed a call somehow. I missed that. I didn't hear. One fella called was saying, no, oh, this is a bunch of missing bad number stories and all. Well, sir, if you're still listening, something I don't know how to allow, but I want you to do, I want you to call back. I want you to call back. And let's dialogue on that. Let's dialogue on it. Because it's really a, a, a situation where we need to get to the truth of our mankind. We need to get to the truth. And many distortions are there. Many, many have gone astray because of these things and still going astray. And one of the things that gets me about Americans, black Americans, is when you start telling them the truth about the Bible, they say, 
Oh, well, they, 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 they color don't matter. Yes, it do. Oh, yes, it do. It matters. God don't look at yes, God looks at everything. Are you trying to say God is colorblind? When he made us different colors? Do you think this? Let's stop being people that are apologetic for those who've done us wrong. You should, you should be a polemicist. You should strike out against these things. Shouldn't be an apologist. But why? Why do we make amends for those who mistreated us? That's why it's, you know, the, that syndrome, they say, like a person can keep kidnap another person, keep them, keep them as a slave, and make them as a slave, and treat them as a slave, and they will go on these people's side. They will accept their kidnapper as a friend. I wonder, this is that syndrome, Stockholm Syndrome? Is that what it is? It's wonderful. Wonder, I wonder about this. All right, you can reach me, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have, uh, Pierre? Uh, William is on line one. William? Yes. All righty, bring him on. Good morning, William. Uh, good morning. Yes. Uh, I'd like to know why you keep, you know, kind of identifying everybody by their color. I Isn't keep? Segregation. <laughs> Well, don't 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 society keep that up? What's that? Don't society keep that up? Don't society? This is this is how society keeps it up. You are segregating right now. I'm not segregating anyone. Yeah, you are. No, I don't. Yeah. In fact, obviously, you're a racist. No, when you address you obviously, uh, if you don't want to hear it. Uh, you you are you are are you a racist? When you address humans by their color, you are a racist. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You know what is a racist? So now you're now you're on the air saying. No, answer my question. Answer my question. What is a racist? You shouldn't be apologetic, or nobody should be apologetic for what? Wait a minute. Nobody should be apologetic for holding another human being as a slave, rob, racing, and taking away their language, and mistreating them, kidnapping no, them, no, and no, bringing them to apologize. a. Well, do you want me? You want me to answer your question? Who needs to apologize? The white man. He needs to do more than apologize. He needs reparations. I have done nothing to you. No, but you benefited from what your foreparents did. How? By being white. By being white? You benefit. You know how racist you are? No. You know how horrible you sound right now? Uh, is that, you know do I doing? sound horrible to you? Do you know what you do? Do I sound horrible to you? To the population? Do I sound horrible to you? Do I sound horrible to you? You're hmm? black, you're racist. No, see, see you're a narrow minded person that would, don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear the truth about the situation. All right, he hung up on me. 
Why did he hang up? Well, you know, we, we, it's all right to have a good debate. I like that. <laughs> but people who don't have the truth have to hang up because they cannot hang on to a lie and argue it out because it will not come out right for them. That's why I hung up. 972-647-1893 is in the middle call. Who do we have? Nicole is on the line three. Nicole? Yes. All righty. Bring her on. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, sir. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I would like to start by apologizing for the person you just spoke to on behalf of white people. Well, um, he, he, he's typical. And guess what? I found out over the years a person like that is a person that can become a cured racist. And they will come out on the other side. Now, I'm glad you're apologizing, but here, that fella going to change, believe it or not. It's not, and that's unfortunate. Um, I called in just basically because I was listening to your show, and um, I've been listening for a, an hour or so, and um, we were, you were talking about critical race theory and stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of the misconception from white America comes with, in terms of reparations, um, we don't really have the knowledge, especially the younger generations of us who really do want to fix the issues, but we don't really know how because, as the previous caller said, we were taught, hey, it wasn't us. We weren't alive at the time, and we were taught to sweep our white privilege under the rug. And um, it's sad because I, I, there is a white privilege that exists. I see it every day. I work in an inner-city emergency room. You know, I see the systemic issues that contribute. I see, you know, a lot of people that I was raised to view as just gangbangers and, and almost non-humans. Um, I see that it comes from a source of pain and, and seeking. And I guess I'm really just calling in to offer my support and um, mm-hmm. to let any listeners of yours know that there are some of us that... Um, we just desperately want things to be different. And I think if we were offered the guidance on the type of reparations that individuals could do versus systemically, because our hands are tied with that too, to a degree, mm-hmm. um, that there might be some some more um, growth in our community levels even before it gets political. Well, if more people thought like you, it would be a better world. Uh, I can say that. Wow, I appreciate that. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just keep doing what you're doing and, and educating as many of us as you can. All right. Thank you, ma'am. All righty. Thank 972-647-1893. Bring me one on right quick and catch that others. All the lines are filled now. Okay. We have a, uh, we have a Paul on a line one. Nepal? Paul. 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 Okay. Oh, Good morning, Paul. Okay. We have a, uh, we have a Paul on a line one. Come on, Hello? listen to your phone, not your radio, please. Hello? Hello. Yes, uh, Reverend, good morning to you. Are you somebody, these prices are high in these stores, and, and it made me think back to about 40 or more years ago when I was in the military, I, I knew this. Mm-hmm. I went, and he just said, he said something to me, he was older than World War II veteran. He said, he said, call the... The next is the depression I went through. He said we have 
things were cheap, but we didn't have no money. He said, but the, he said, but the next one's going to be different. I said, that's what you have. How is it going to be different? He said, well, when it's going to be, he said, the, uh, you're going to have money in your pocket. It's my pocket full of money, but you ain't going to be able to afford what's in the store. He said, the next one, the top's going to blow off. He said, the last one, the bottom fell out. And that's the way it looked like it's going. And I'll hang up and let you get another call. Okay, I thank you. I thank you. Well, them prices are high out there. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have Patricia on line two. Patricia? Yes. All righty. Ring on. Good Hello. morning, Patricia. Good morning. Yes, go right I, ahead. I would like to know, why was it so important for the slave catcher to strip us of our clothes, strip us of our identity, uh, strip us of our language, strip us of the, our culture? Why was that so important for them to strip us of all of that? Because the differences in some minds, I, I got to hurry up, I'm about to, just about out of time. The differences uh, causes some people's mindset to really hate and resent other people who are not like them. And those differences have to be taught, show that everyone, we're far more alike as human beings than we are apart. And those dis differences are... You go back and teach the culture and the history of people. That way, they can appreciate and see these people are just like them. That's yeah, the but all, all the other cultures have their languages. They have their way of life. They have their God. They have all of that. But yeah. we are the only race of people that don't have. No, we're the race of people that, that do have, that do have it and don't know it. Because okay, the Bible that? was written by people, our ancestors, nobody else. Right. Yeah. And uh, we. So what, what is our original language? Chris? Our uh, original language in the Garden of Eden, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But whatever what it was, they definitely communicated well. Yeah. So what was it before they got up and brought us into slavery? What was that language? Well, they, you had many languages and dialects in Africa. Many, many, many. We just can't say. We were broad-minded, broad-thinking people that were kidnapped and made slaves. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Look, uh, what is that? Is that 55? Bring, bring, bring me another call. Bring me okay, we have uh, a Johnny on line three. All right. Junior? Johnny. Johnny. Okay, good morning, Johnny. Hey, good morning. How are you this morning? Well, I was wondering, how come you didn't ask that uh, woman that called apologizing for everybody? How come you didn't ask her about that uh, question you wanted to know, uh, if white women were... Uh, telling black women how to handle their men. Well, <laughs> you would bring it up, but I, I, the the, the subject the subject had changed. The subject had changed, so I okay. she had some she had some other good thoughts. Good, it sounds like she'd know the answers. Yeah, she was good, wasn't she? Yes, that's what yeah. I'm saying. She handled you pretty good, and I yeah. thought, well, maybe she'd know the answer on how. She might uh, would have. If uh, she, uh, it, women, you know, 
uh, white women are teaching black women how to handle black men. Well, anyway, that's all I had to say. Thank you, uh, there. Uh, you got a nice show. I enjoy it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you brought up a good one there. She did have a uh, good mind. Good mind. She could have. But yeah. I, I wanted to go uh, keep going because that, that, that did not stir up uh, a lot of thought uh, on this. And I was wondering what was going because I saw so many articles on this this past week. And uh, they... I'm wondering what's happening, what's what's going on. I I never looked at it that way, but I want to hear what some women had to say about this. So what women had to say. But I tell you what, I'm gonna vacate and turn it over to the next show. Have it and uh may the Lord bless all of you and keep you tomorrow morning, nine thirty. Heaven is your church. Call us and worship and enjoy the Lord with us. Bye-bye.